Good evening. The following was published in the Belfast Newsletter, Tuesday morning, December 1st, 1874. Today, an inquest was held at St. John's Point, near this town, by William Davidson, Esquire, Coroner, on the body of a sea captain named Christopher Halliday, which had been found at the point the previous morning. The body presented a most shocking appearance. It was quite naked, with the exception of a pair of sea boots and a pair of under drawers. The head was entirely away, both arms were broken, and were hanging on by some slight pieces of flesh. There was a deep gash in the back of the left leg above the boot, and, strange to say, there was no injury upon the trunk. A respectable jury, of which John Atkinson, Esquire, Kilau, was foreman, having been sworn, Patrick Woods, a seaman about 30 years of age, was sworn and examined. He deposed that he knew the deceased, who was captain of the schooner Lancashire Lass, of Whitehaven. The schooner had last sailed from Drogheda on Friday. The deceased, the mate, John Polly, a pilot, and he, the witness, were on board. The vessel was in ballast and was bound for Workington. The pilot left after they got over the bar of Drogheda. It was fair weather then, no wind whatever, but the sky looked heavy. At dark on Saturday, they were 15 to 20 miles from the Gulf of Man, the wind freshened and commenced to blow from the west-southwest about daylight on Saturday morning. The wind shifted ahead of them to about southeast and blew a fearful gale. It got worse and blew wickedly about 12 o'clock on Saturday night. Rain fell heavily. The moon was not showing and the night was dark. The ship would not answer the helm. The sail could not be kept on her path. They had lost their reckoning and could not tell where they were until they saw St. John's Point Lighthouse about half past one o'clock on Sunday morning. They knew the light to be that of St. John's Point as soon as they saw it. They were about seven miles off the lighthouse at the time and were heading south-southwest. They then put the vessel round and tried to run for Belfast. The deceased was at the helm and the mate and the witness hoisted the staysail, the forestop, and the fore and aft foresail to try to keep the vessel off the shore. She answered her helm, but they were unable to keep her off the shore. About a quarter to two o'clock, they saw land to leeward. They could see the land quite plain then, and the breakers dashing on the rocks. They saw that they could not get round Ringfad Point, and the captain said there was nothing for them but to beach her. He put the helm hard up and ran her right up on the beach. They struck at 20 minutes past two o'clock and the mainmast went immediately over the side. The next sea put the vessel right on her beam ends and swept the captain, the mate and witness overboard. The witness did not see the captain or the mate afterwards. He was able to keep himself afloat until the sea receded 
when he caught hold of a rock, but his feet did not touch the ground. He held on until the next sea came, and it washed him up to the beach. He caught hold of another rock until the sea went back when he walked ashore. The witness did not know where to find a house and remained at the back of a ditch until the morning. The ship was well found and seaworthy. No vessel could have lived that night if similarly circumstanced as they were. The witness considered the vessel light-handed, but she'd had her usual number of men on board. If she'd had 20 men on board, she could not have been saved. The witness doesn't know whether either the mate or captain could swim. The former was a married man belonging to Workington and was about 31 years of age. The vessel was in the coasting trade, carrying coal and iron. The body was that of Christopher Halliday, and he knew it by the sea boots, the drawers, and the letters CH, and the date 1811 on his right arm. William Smith deposed to the finding of the body at half past eight o'clock on Sunday morning, near where the vessel went ashore. It was lying on its face, quite naked, with the injuries already described. The jury found a verdict of accidental death, but whether from drowning or from being dashed against the rocks, they were unable to say. The body of the mate has not yet been found. That of the captain still remains at Coast Guard Watch House, awaiting the arrival of friends. Thank you for listening. Good night.